Welcome to Movie the Podcast. This week we watched The Rundown Staring the Rock. Gog's Smells. One job, I wipe your slate clean. You walk out of this house a free man. How much? 250 large. No problem. He's come to the other side of the world. Is that duct tape? To finish one last job. I'm looking for a man. His name's Travis Walker. Brown hair, face like a weasel. Do I know you? I'm taking you home, Travis. What's in Los Angeles? Your father. You know what I'm talking about. So angry! Shut up. If only it were that simple. Apparently, he stumbled onto a trinket of some value in my jungle. Yep. I want it back. Wow. Whatever my father is paying you, I will double it. No. I'll quadruple it. No. I'll double it and quadruple it. Hell no. I hope you enjoy the fall. Now, what fall? Let's go. Heads up. I want hunting parties. Find them. Find them. I do not want to fight you. We are not fighting. Okay, hip hop. Don't worry, they're little people. What? You could take them, they're little. The Rundown. You got the moves. I'll give you that. Ow! All right, uh, Gogs, you may countdown. Ready in five, four. It is movie the podcast <laughs> coming at ya hot live from the... <laughs> yeah, dude. Can you put soundboards in Zoom? Is there a way to like put a wait, wait, tiger sounds in? Yeah, or like reggaeton horns. I have a reggaeton horn app. Yeah, um, but anyway, hi everybody. It's uh, movie the podcast, and welcome to a very abbreviated WWE Easter. Uh, <laughs> That's not annoying at all. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we figured uh, in this new format, we didn't get a, a full WWE Easter, but we got one in. Uh, so we, what did we watch tonight, Gox? We watched The Rundown. Yes, The Starting Rundown. The, which I think was The Rock's... Was it the second? Was, yeah, it was the second. Or, or, I think second. this was... was his, but the Scorpion King, he he was, King, was a cameo, right? Or no, no, he, no, the Scorpion King was a movie. He was a cameo in The Mummy Returns. That's, That's right. Correct. That's right. The Scorpion King, I think, was his debut, wasn't it? I believe so. No. Mummy Returns. His, 
The Mummy no, Returns he, was his debut. No, Gogs means that it, the the Scorpion King was his like debut feature, like him being what on his own, man? being a leading actor. Hold on, and I'll right? in a second. I don't. I thought this was first, but I could be wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He was in Be Cool. Walking Tall was the rundown was before Walking Tall. Be Cool is also the like Scorpion a, King was two thousand two. Rundown was 2003. Walking Tall was 2004. So it was. Okay, so this is his second movie. With him as the, the lead. And yeah, he made leaps and bounds between the Scorpion King and the Rundown. And we'll get into it, but it's wild that someone pitched a movie. It's like, you remember Romancing the Stone? Yeah. Well, we're going to just replace uh, Tits Ferguson with The Rock. Yeah. And see how it goes. Yeah, and Michael Douglas with Stifler. Yeah, like the the, the fish out of water Kathleen Turner character. What's that? The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh. But uh, and also we're minus Sean. Uh. We're not sure what happened to Sean. So hopefully he's fine. Um. But uh, he's probably, you know, sucking his dad's dick. I mean that's that's what he likes to do. God bless him for it. Uh, what'd y'all watch uh, this week uh, in this uh, diseased-ridden land that we live in? <laughs> Alec! I mean, Baltimore is fairly disease-ridden before this happened. That is true. you think that it would cancel out the other diseases, but nah. Yeah, syphilis would fuck it up or something. Just makes it worse. Yeah, double disease! Yeah. <laughs> um, What did I watch? Hold, please. You want to defer it to Gox? No, I only watched one movie. I watched a bunch of uh, The Simpsons. I'm only episode or season 25. Oh God, plowing through. You're way deep. How bad are these new like 20 those seasons? I can't even talk. Like they're not good. They're just like so many of the stories are just like repeated from seasons and slightly redone. And then they kind of like wink at it to you, like, "Oh yeah, we have done this before." But it's like that was fun a couple of times, not several times a season. Yeah, I hate that. Like, there, there's always a thing I go to where it's like, th- there's a problem you run into when you make a parody of something where you're like, "Well, you're still doing it." Like, even though you're making fun of it, you're still doing it. There's a Clutch song called "Careful with That Mic" where they're making fun of like, like basically like rap metal. And that song kind of sucks because it, it is kind of like their rap metal song. It's like, yeah, you're goofing on it, but you still made it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... The difference is rap metal is awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's just true. Lincoln Park uh, is the best. Ugh, the guy died too late. Take um, that, whatever your name is. Chester Bennington. How do Lester I know? Chester Smellington. <laughs> Watched a bunch of. I don't know if you guys have watched the the show Trailer Park Boys. I have tried several times, and I couldn't get into it. Yeah, it took me a few episodes, maybe almost the whole first season, to get into it. And it's pretty funny for a while, and then it kind of drops off. But it's good if you can get through. Like each season is only like six episodes; they're not long. Yeah, it's Canadian, right? Yeah. It's like I, I had like no interest, and then me and Stacy watched it. And after like two or three episodes, I was like, "Eh, I don't know." But it it gets it gets better, and then I need worse. to get I need to get over that hump because I've I've been recommended watch to to watch that show several times, and I just can't get into it. Yeah, it doesn't not, grab me. 
I, I, I feel the same. I understand. I, I sympathize with you. Um, and then I watched, well, God, a movie called Blind Date. <coughs> you guys remember this movie from like the 80s or maybe early 90s? Who's that? Bruce Willis and Kim Basinger. No, not at all. It's prime Basinger, though. It's allegedly, this, allegedly, it's a comedy. Is this pre-Die <laughs> Hard? Um, uh, like Goofy I Willis? I don't it's know. Pro- it's, it's probably it's it's, it's, if it's a romantic comedy, it's probably like Moonlighting era Bruce Willis. Right, that was That's like, why yeah, they that was pre-Die Hard. Eighty-seven. Yeah. When did Die Hard come out? I that Die Hard's before that, so. So I guess he still hadn't fully converted to uh, not giving a shit about anything Bruce Willis. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said 87? Die Hard was 88, so this was right before. Bruce Willis that shows up on set for $5 million for one day. It's like, you better get all, <laughs> you get all your coverage in right now. Before he made the conversion to uh, action. Yeah, this is like his first, this is like his first movie movie. Everything else he has is either TV shows or like uncredited <laughs> cameos before this and then yeah he does this and then some movie called sunset and then die hard how did you come across this film uh it's on uh tubi or crackle i think it was crackle yeah it's just it's not good it's not funny it doesn't make sense like (laughs) somehow this movie was like it said it was only an hour and a half (laughs) There's no way it was an hour and a half. Like the movie ends, yeah, like where it should end, and then it drags on for like another like forty minutes. <laughs> I know there were ads in there because it was crackle, so that makes it seem worse too. But it just like it's not <coughs> funny. The jokes don't make sense. The coolest part of the movie is they're on like so they're on this date, like a blind date set up by uh, oh Bruce Willis's brother in the movie is Phil Hartman, and he's good for the little bits he's in. Oh. Oh. R.I.P. Shout out to a real one. Big ups, Phil Hartman. Kim Jong-il. <laughs> but uh, he sets Bruce Willis up on a blind date with Kim Basinger, who his uh, wife, Phil Hartman's wife knows. They're like friends. So he sets her him up on a blind date with Kim Basinger. Right. And they go to this art show. And the art show they go to is like an H.R. Geiger. It's literally H.R. Geiger art. It's like. <laughs> That's cool. It's like. <laughs> like aliens eating their own ass. Yeah, I wonder if aliens, he, there's, there's like dicks and vaginas everywhere. He probably didn't get paid for that either. So <laughs> it's, it's, it was really funny. I was like, oh my god, like fucking god. Really into it. There's like, yeah, paintings of like obvious vaginas getting penetrated with like, oh yeah, snakes and oh my god. I had this. I I got a. I don't know where it got lost in one of my many moves. But I used to have this big art book, this big H.R. Geiger art book, and it like as you know how like um. Like with hardback books, like the inside cover sometimes, like it, not the, even like the inside, but like the first page and the back of the cover has like an illustration on it. You know what I mean? It yeah. was literally just dicks, like gray dicks going into vaginas, like like wallpaper style, like just, you know, printed back to back to back to back. <laughs> I bought that book when I was like 17. It was like I, people- I took that book from you and burned it because of the, because <laughs> you're such a heathen. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that is my religious. Uh, that is my religious sensibilities were offended. What would ever happen to that book? I spent a lot of money on that book. God, I don't want to think about all the shit I spent a lot of money on that I have no concept of where it is now. Or that like you just got rid of because you're like, this is stupid. Why did I buy this? Oh, oh God, yeah, yeah, millions. 
<laughs> probably yeah absolutely um yeah that's the only thing i watch it's like it's nobody's funny in it like john larroquette's in it and he's usually like great in everything is there titty is um, there titty is there titty if you have to think about it the answer is no uh, you know they might have gone a club for a minute there might have been like a very brief flash of some like in the background but nothing Nah. Nothing that stays with you. Kim Basinger, no titty. No, no, no. Is Kim, Bas- Kim, Kim Basinger. Basinger? She's taking a year off, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not in this. What about in Cool World? <laughs> yeah, in Cool World, she did. Animated titty. Shocked that Cool World, we haven't done an episode on that. We could do a Brad Pitt month. We could do well, it. Anime. Mary Pittness. Anime. Dude, Alex, just not anime is not bad. Anime, that's not bad. So we could do any animated movie and anime, animated movies or movies that have like like Roger Rabbit. Like, oh, that'd be good. What about movies? What about live action movies based on anime, like Ghost in the Shell? Ooh, the now, last Airbender. Now you're getting too ambitious. Yes. So what is May? Do we have a? Th- will you have a theme yeah, for May? May it was um. Um, it's Patrick, Patrick Maisie. Patrick Maisie. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good too. I guess that's what we'll do next. Can't get to watch Roadhouse. <laughs> uh, all right, Alec, can you pass the mic to uh, Gogs? All right. Um, I've watched the following. I didn't watch much, but I did watch. All I can ever watch is kids' movies. So I watched. Monster. I didn't watch much, but I know I watched you, and that may be. Zootopia. I don't know. I, I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> Always ends with Zootopia. <laughs> it's not Zootopia. I watched. I watched Monsters University. Um, I, yeah, hot take. I liked. I love Monsters. Yeah, I thought it was pretty I'm good. Big, I'm a big fan of that movie. I like Steve, it a lot. Steve Buscemi was like the dickhead monster, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was the dickhead monster in Monsters Inc. Too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he's. It's fun to see the origin story. I love. And, I love Billy Crystal. I love. I mean, the movie's got a slamming cast. It's Charlie got, is in it, if I remember correctly. Charlie's in it. Um, Billy Crystal's in it. Uh, uh, John Goodman, obviously. You've got um, what's her name with the big old cans? The old lady I love. She's in it. Um, Helen Mirren. Yep, Swearingen from. Uh, I can never think of his name from Deadwood. Um, I never watched Deadwood. Something I need to do. Oh, Ian McShane. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Like Ian McShane's him. in it. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. It's oh, silly, Jennifer you know, Tilly. Is that who you're talking about? Huh? Jennifer Tilly. Is that who you're talking, talking about? about? Helen Mirren. No, Helen Mirren. Jennifer oh. Jennifer Tilly is Jennifer Tilly though. An yeah, old broad with big old the, titties. Like, she's the purple snake lady thing, I think. Yeah, that's true. The first one. Um, no, I mean I really like Monsters University. I like most. I like most Pixar movies. But uh, you know, it's it's fun. It's it's interesting to see them make a college movie where they're like they're trying to have like college parties and right. they're not explicitly drinking, but they're probably drinking. Have in you a film? Have you seen the Good Dinosaur? Because that's yeah. the one everyone says sucks. No, it's not. It doesn't suck. It's not great. Directed by Brad Bird. It's on like Ratatouille levels. Brad Bird has directed like twenty five percent of like the Pixar movies. Ratatouille is really good though. No, everyone likes Ratatouille. No one likes the Good Dinosaur. Vance loves the Good Dinosaur. I haven't watched Ratatouille in a while, so so what you're saying is your kid has shit taste. 
That is true. <laughs> Your kid's not Keno. <laughs> Why did the Iron Giant? Ugh. I love the Iron Giant. So advanced. We both I did make that. That I like that painting. I he did. loves that painting. It's that great. Painting's really cool. Yeah, but he cried at it. Why? <laughs> it's a sad film. Leave me alone. I'm what happens? Soft, soft dads, <laughs> soft kids, soft house around here. <laughs> um, Nerf house. Yeah, it's amazing that anyone ever got erect enough to make a child. So uh, <laughs> I've been catching up on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm watching a lot of that. Flip, 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 Philadelphia. I'm like halfway through. Or I'm, Brilliant I'm reaching, show. I'm reaching the end of, I think, the Jacked Max season. Oh, which, yeah. Which is like two seasons ago. They, they just finished up. The like one a, where, are you talking about the one where he he comes out as gay? He came out as gay the season before, and then he's like completely committed to it this season. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're only like a season back then. Like there was a weird, like really poignant episode where he did like he came out to his dad, and he somehow arranged for some sort of like yeah. dance thing at the yeah. episode. I didn't really care for, <laughs> but uh, like it's like it's like kind of touching and nice, I guess. He doesn't like poignant things. No, I mean, I like that. I like, I get what they were going for, but I don't think it fits the mood of the show. No, there there wasn't any joke at the end of it. And like the show is about, I'm sorry, guys, go ahead. Well, I I think we're in the same place. Like I was like, where's the button on this joke? Like, and I didn't, I didn't, I was like, it's going to be completely insensitive if they do that. So how are they going to get their way out of it? They just didn't do it, which I was like, okay, right. cool. And I mean, like, I get it. Like, yeah, it's touching. And I understand like what they're doing as for like a character arc, but I don't think that works. And it's always sunny. where like, they're the worst people in the universe. Right. Cause the, the episode immediately <laughs> after that, they, right. do the, they do the, the Airbnb trap scam where they yeah. take <laughs> someone who's kid just died of leukemia and i'm like right, ex- exactly so like i know i know a lot of people it got a lot of attention and people seem to really respond to it but i in the context of that show i don't think it works like if this was like a film sure it, but it's like it's always sunny so like and i'm not a, also just to put out there as i saw the reaction sorry guys i saw the reaction right away on on like youtube and people are like, oh, my God, it's the SJW. Like, I don't care about all that shit. I'm talking about in the context of the show. Like, I don't care about, you know, I w- rep- we've said it a thousand times on the show. Representation is fantastic. That we, we want more of it. Christ, every fucking movie we watch, we're like, all these characters should be gay. Well, let's like, what was it? Uh, Labor Gays was our greatest month of all time. I did. I, I recommend those movies to people. People are always like, t- name me a, a fucking gem. It's like fucking uh, dog day afternoon. Dog day afternoon. Fucking uh, the the fucking uh, Al Pacino. Private I Idaho. Cruising. My own private Idaho. All of them. They're all great. My own private Idaho is a fucking masterpiece. That's so, I, I do I do have two two questions or two points to bring up. Um, sure. One, because I wasn't really actively watching Sunny at the time, so I wasn't paying attention. Was there a lot of? Is there? Has there been a lot of blow blowback? Because Rob McElhenney's not gay. No. Well, his parents are, he, he's, his, he says, I, I always feel like I, I say, say things the wrong way, but he has two mothers. So oh. he's, he's from like a, both of his, his parents are gay. And I, I believe he has a gay sibling. So he's very, he's obviously very sensitive to, you know, the, that community. Well, that makes it interesting that they've made it, they've like kind of made a joke of it up until this point then. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't. I, but no, I, I don't. 
I don't think if anything, they got a lot of positive uh, coverage for that episode that I didn't like. Um, and then which my, makes which makes sorry, <laughs> I keep interrupting. Yeah. Two shows that like their most critically acclaimed episode, I didn't care for. I hated that underwater episode in BoJack Horseman. <laughs> I did not care for the the Mac uh, g- interpretive dance episode. BoJack Horseman is another show I need to catch up on. I'm it's amazing. For- yeah, but, like two or three seasons behind. It just, I don't know. It's- I tore through the first season. I loved it, and then and never got back to it. I did love the episode where uh, Dennis came back and he was driving yeah, a Prius and he was driving the Range Rover and then he finally gets his Prius back or he finally gets the Range back because the guy thinks it's a, a gas guzzling piece of shit and he's like, I'll trade it for you. It's like, get away from me. He just turns right into Dennis is such a psychopath. It's he's the best character on the show, in my opinion. And then I've also been just rewatching because it's easy and I think it's. Uh, I think it's, I stand by this statement. It is the greatest, it is the pound for pound greatest animated show ever created. I've been rewatching Frisky Dingo. It's a great show. And uh, greatest animated, sh- come on. Pound for pound. I don't pound know about down. that. Hands down, without a doubt. Cover to cover, you, there's no jokes that don't land. You get okay. soft episodes of The Simpsons. You get soft episodes of South Park. Yeah, but you had you have you had uh, with with the Simpsons you had fifteen good years with South. What I'm saying with, is, all I'm saying is, in a, in all, just a minute per minute, just just intensity of jokes and funny shit that sticks with you. That show is the greatest animated show ever made. And you can watch the entirety of Frisky Dingo in what two hours? Two hours. Two and a half, two and a half hours, I think. Right. It's, it's the whole both seasons. It is just concentrated excellence. Is it still on Hulu? Or did it, they take it they take it, it off? I've been rewatching it. They took off all the Aqua Teen off Hulu, which I was yeah. pissed off about. Did they keep like, uh this most recent season of Rick and Morty? Do they keep uh, there's only like five episodes on Hulu? They took a break. And they are starting back up in May. Yeah, that, that need that long of a break after five episodes. They're, I don't know why they break. Uh, South Park does the same thing. They take a mid-season break for some yeah, reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, South Park does it because they make their episodes like that week. Right. Yeah. South Park is like Rick and Morty's all. I'm sure. I would imagine in the can. Like it is because and of- <clears throat> showing that shit now when there is nothing else to watch. What is a what is South Park? What's the South Park documentary called? Like. 20 it's minutes like a, to air or something? It's or? like a week to... Di- yeah, it's seven seven days to air. It's amazing. It's about that... When they made that Ilion Gonzalez episode, they made it in like five days or seven days or whatever. It's I'm insane. Saying, South Park's amazing. Rick and Morty's amazing. The Simpsons have been great. Bob's Burgers is excellent. Archer's good. There's lots of good animated shows out there. But but just in pure concentrated form, you won't do any better than Frisky Dingo. I mean, I don't... I, I, I see where you come from. I don't agree that it's the best but it's very good it's also like criminally under under known you know what i mean it's one of those things where it's like yeah, the people that they know archer but they don't know well it's because the how the fuck archer. how the fuck would you ever see it i mean remember when frisky dingo came out it it sh- it was on cartoon network at like 12:15 at night on like saturdays it's like 11 minute episodes and you know, like i found out about it is because a guy at work knew that i loved uh love c lab yeah and you had like a bootleg dvd that had like six DVD episodes and he was yeah. like he's like this he's like just watch this show and i was like sure whatever fred and i didn't even watch it for like a week i think me and tj sat down one day and watched it at the old house and we're like 
it blew our fucking minds. And and I'll even I'll button that story. The whole reason we watched Archer is I was over your old house. Correct. And we were watching the season premiere of It's Always Sunny. Yes. And they started playing Archer as the credits. credits. They're in the credits of Sunny. And we're like, wait, these character models kind of look like uh, Frisky Dingo. And we Googled it and we're like, oh shit, it's Adam Reed, the guy, one of the guys that was Frisky Dingo. And that's how we got into Archer. Side note to that story, we weren't even going to watch it because they kept shoveling it down our oh, throats the, the whole the, time. They're like, stay tuned for Archer. It's like, the last thing I'm going to do is stay tuned for Archer. Yeah, yeah. And, Arch- and Archer was great for a couple Ar- of seasons. Archer was. Like, the guy, uh, Matt Matt Thompson and Adam Reed, or Adam Reed and Matt Thompson. Am I getting, which one is it? Adam I, Reed and Matt Thompson. I, yeah, it's something like that. Anyway. Um, Reed Thompson. Any, anything else, guys? No, that's it. That's all I watched, besides the movie we watched. I, I, I watched one more thing. Though. Oh, go ahead, Alec. I watched the uh, last night. We watched the homemade Saturday Night Live. They aired on Saturday. How was that? that? It's it's not amazing, but it's good. It's <laughs> nice. It's, it's 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 new topical content right now, where you can't find any that's really not news. But all of it, all of it is just them individually in their own houses doing bits. Like is it like they're TikTok videos? Bitch, but they also had they did like Zoom stuff too, where they're all like Uh-oh. interacting. Like they did a weekend <laughs> update over Zoom with uh, Colin Yost and Michael Chai Che. Like yep. it was uh, it wasn't bad. I uh, I can't say that I've watched any SNL. I don't even know the last like full episode of SNL that I've watched. I watched like, I, a few episodes here and there. I don't watch it religiously, but I used it's to worth a watch for. I mean, for something new that's not. Right. Stuff that I've watched 50 times. Right. I know people were creaming their jeans over Brad Pitt being uh, Fauci. He was was pretty good as uh, Fauci. Brad Pitt's a pretty good actor. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Pretty good actor. I really wish Sean was on this episode because he apparently, I saw his Facebook post and he didn't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I'd really like to talk to him about it. Yeah, I, 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 I get, hopefully he'll be on next week and we can talk to him about it because I really want to talk to him. That's shocking to me. That seems like a Sean movie. Said it was too long. Wow. Every movie is too long. <clears throat> I wish I had that problem. Uh, all right. Anything else, guys, before I t- – I only watch one thing. Nope. nope. Turn. Go for it. Take it. I watched the movie. This is the worst position for me because I watched the movie that neither one of you all give a fuck about, but I loved it. Guys, you actually might like it. Uh, I watched uh, Takashi Miike's uh, – <coughs> whoa, what the fuck was that? Oh no! What happened? I don't know. It sounded like a fucking your, your mic did something, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I watched Takashi Miike's Harry Carey, uh, or Harry Curry, however you say that. It's about the about the, if the moon was made of spare ribs. Would you idiot? <laughs> so, so when I was a kid, I thought that I thought that his name was a joke on the Japanese word, the the baseball announcer, because his name is Harry Carey. I thought it was a gag. <laughs> on the, the and goof. I did. I really did. I legit did. Uh, but anyway, it's Harry Carey. It's um, it's a samurai movie from Takashi Miike. It's um, it's more in line with Thirteen Assassins than anything else because it's like very historically accurate and very serious. Like it's a, it's pretty straight. It's not all kind of wackadoo. And like, there is no so like I was thinking a lot about this movie because I I love. First of all, I loved it. It's on Amazon Prime for free. I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, 
But I was thinking a lot about this movie and 13 Assassins, which is another movie that I adore. Like, I think 13 Assassins is... Love that movie. Fantastic. But this might be better. Really? Like, 13 Assassins is a great movie, but it still has... And and I don't know. This is going to sound really weird, but... 13 Assassins still has some of that Mikkei silliness that he loves to put in his movies. Like, there's that scene with that girl that's like the, the fucking calling card where all her limbs are cut off. Yeah. It's just like out of nowhere. Like, and it's great. It's a great movie, but this movie is like totally, this movie is more like what I would say would be like Oscar bait. This movie is, Harry Carey is this very somber it's a revenge story, but it's told very slowly. It's it all hinges on great scenery, great cinematography, really good music, and a I I don't know the lead actor's name, but the lead actor in this film is just captivating. He's amazing, and he gives me like these Mafune vibes. Um, and I loved it, and it it is like a slow burn. But when it crescendos and you kind of, it's told out of chronological order. Um, It's kind of told in flashbacks, which I generally hate, but in this movie it works really well. But like when it gets to the point, when it gets to the point in the story where you understand what's just about to happen, you get so fucking excited for what is about to go down. Like the final thing that happens in this movie. And then it ends on this really sad note. I mean, it it, is called Harry Carey. Uh, semicolon, I don't know what they have, they have in Japanese, Death of a Samurai. And that's what it's about. And it's about, like, the kind of facade of Japanese culture and how honor is supposed to be respected, but it's all just a bunch of bullshit. And it's also, what I thought was interesting, which I wasn't expecting from this movie at all, is it's it's a movie about class struggle. Like, in, in the same way that, like, Parasite, <laughs> I mean, not in the same way, but in 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 a similar way, the parasite is also a movie about class struggle that dresses it up in a lot of fun, interesting ways. This movie does the same thing. Like it's, it's about how these poor people, this one guy who's a poor samurai and he becomes a father is just kind of stuck. And then his, his kids have to make these life or death decisions because they have no fucking money and no one will pay them any mind. And then their lives just go to shit. And then he kind of just, goes to town it it's an amazing movie and i i loved it uh a few years ago i mean i think it's like five or six years old at this point oh um you have heard of it before this or no i've heard of it i've been meaning to watch it for a long time um but it's and i believe it's a remake like 13 assassins is also a remake um Assassins like loosely based on like a fairy tale or something. It is, but Thirteen Assassins is also there was a, a, a movie version made of it in the sixties, and I believe the same thing applies to Harry Carey. But I loved it. It even if you're not like a traditional uh, Takashi Miike fan, like if you if you come to Takashi Miike and you expect stuff like Audition or Sukiyaki Western Django, um, this oh. is not that. This is Good. more. This is like a. This is like a Good. real fucking. Like this is this is something that should be like noticed. Like it's a very very strong film, like in every facet. Like it's it, it, as I as when I stopped watching it, I just couldn't like I can't. I don't know if there's, there's any other director that I've ever seen that can do as much as as Mikke can. I mean, the guy can make any kind of movie, 
And it's like, I don't, there's nobody that's even comparable. Like there's nobody that can go, well, I'm going to make this like gross out horror movie with like Ichi the killer. And then I'm going to make like, there will be blood. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't like, who the fuck does that? No one. And the guy makes movies in the middle of making other movies. Like the guy is 105 directing credits. It's like a porno director. It's insane, but like his stuff is quality. It doesn't. It, it's it's it mind blowing, quite honestly. And uh, Harry, I, I, I've only seen you know I've seen a lot of his films. I've probably seen I don't know probably twenty five twenty at least twenty twenty five of his films. So I've only seen a small percentage of his movies. But from what I've seen, this is upper tier. This is one of his best films. And period one of the best Japanese films I've ever seen. Like I, I loved it. I thought it was incredible. Uh highly recommended. But uh other compared to Wild Zero. I mean I love Wild Zero. <laughs> but uh it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little little different. Yeah he seems to be a, a versatile director. I've seen he, he didn't direct seen, Wild Zero, just to be clear. Oh yeah I know. But I've seen two of his movies I saw audition Oh, you saw Audition? Yeah, I saw that a long time ago. Which is not on the show. We didn't no. watch it on the show. Which is which? I which is a good like. It's a tough. Very, sit. I saw Audition. Yeah, it is yeah. a tough. Sit. It's very unsettling though. And then you get that garbage Sukiyaki Western Django. That's not garbage. It's like, it's a great movie. It's like it's completely different, but like. Oh yeah. Well, and you saw Ichi the Killer. That was on the show. Oh, I didn't Audition. realize that was him. He's very well rounded. He can do. He can make a lot of things work. And he can blend a lot of things together. Yeah, no, it's he's it, it's I don't know, man. Like I think like he's a guy, you know. Whenever he passes away, like it's, at some point, people are going to look at him, his career, and just like it's amazing what the how guy. Old, is. How old is he? I believe he's in his sixties. Wow. Um, but yeah. it's it's amazing, and the guy will just do anything. Like if you look at his his IMDb, I mean, he'll do like random episodes of Japanese TV shows. Like he just does whatever. Like he's constantly working. And I mean, like the the the, the movie the the most the most current movie I saw from him before this was Yakuza Apocalypse, which is one of the most batshit insane movies I've ever seen. Which there's a part in the movie where a mob boss decides that too many of her mobsters are getting killed, so she's going to grow them. She's going to take their corpses and grow them in a garden because that will reanimate them. <laughs> like, and then like literal Japanese gods start fighting people in the street. It's it's incredible. It's amazing. That it's it's we got to watch him one of these days. It's amazing. You guys probably seen the GIF from Yakuza Apocalypse, where there's a guy in this big mascot frog suit. And he takes off the frog suit, and there's like he's like all buff underneath, but he's still got another frog head underneath. That's from that movie. I've seen that. I've seen that gift passed around a lot, but it's from that film. He has a new movie out too, which uh, you can rent on YouTube. I haven't watched it yet, but it's like a serious crime movie that I will probably watch this week. Uh, other than that, I've been catching up on Better Call Saul, which is like the best show on TV that no one's watching. But it's I never, I still, I still need to finish fucking uh, Breaking Bad. I still got Breaking it. Bad is a masterpiece. It's fantastic. Uh, I highly recommend it. <sighs> I guess you didn't watch Breaking Bad either, Alec. Uh, I watched like half of it. I just stopped it. Oh, it's bored. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, anyway, all right, let's get in. What do we watch, Gogs? We watched the rundown. Yes. 
Peter what Berg's you, the rundown. Peter Berg's you, the rundown. That needs to be. That's a good point. It needs to be stated. Would you say that it was the fun down? Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, what happened in this movie, Alec? Switching Alec. it up. Switching it up. Oh my goodness. Uh, so the Rock is a bounty hunter slash retrieval specialist. Yo, he sure is. Slash amateur chef. Yes. Who uh, who works for a businessman of some sort, a loan shark, I guess. Some sort of mobster, some sort of mobster adjacent. Yeah, not like a mobster mobster, but like close to it. Um, and we find out very quickly that The Rock is a formidable force as he destroys an entire NFL football team's worth of players. More on that later for me. (laughs) (laughs) To get uh, Billy Nat Miller's Super Bowl ring back as collateral for a $50,000 bet that he placed. Yes. And the consigliere Michelle is in that scene. That is Michelle. From Dodgeball, yeah. Wow. I knew, I was like, like, how do I know this guy? They they got some big bodies to make The Rock look... uh, Yes, not not gigantic. So there was there's one thing there's point of point of parliamentary procedure when they do the whole stat blocking thing that they were doing for everybody, and then they finally end with Beck, which is the Rock's character. I fucking hated this. <laughs> they roll him in at six four two twenty, which puts him almost a foot taller and about twenty pounds lighter than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is a monster of a man. He is huge, and he's not even like now. He's even bigger. Yeah, Yeah. this wasn't even like peak rock like muscles. He's still a little. He's got a little taken bumps, like baby weight on him still. Yeah, no. Well, he was still actively wrestling at this point. This is what two thousand and three. You said, yeah. Yeah, He was was wrestling uh, John Cena back at that at that point, I believe. In two, yeah, he hadn't left yet. Well, that's why he stopped wrestling, right? Because he got hurt in the match with Cena. He like tore a peck or something. Something like that, yeah. I wasn't watching wrestling at that point. That no, was in my um, my dark period. So The Rock goes back to his fake mob boss boss, and uh, the mob boss says, "Hey, yo, Rock, if you go get Stifler from the jungle, I'll give you enough money to start your restaurant." <laughs> yep. The Rock says. <laughs> That's okay. True. And he goes to the jungle and he meets Rosario Dawson. Who they browned up in this movie. Can I I wish Sean was here so I could say it without sounding so racist. But she's considerably darker in this movie than she usually is. I felt like they they were like, she's not ethnic enough. We need to make her more Brazilian. She might have just been playing. I, I it was like I, I I couldn't stop thinking about it as I was watching the movie. It's like it's very distracting to me. She's also really bad in this movie. I'm just going to say it. What? I love her. She's super hot, but she's really bad in this movie. Yeah, that accent did not work. <laughs> so bad. Just like, have she, her be in a... She only had it, like, half the time. Like, there were times yeah. where... Just... Again, like, oh, every dude. time we see a movie where they're like, well, do it with an accent. Like, unless you're, like, fucking, I don't know, Christian Bale, just have him be like, I'm an American. I moved here. I moved to fucking Rio or whatever. Like, or or cast a fucking Brazilian. Like, yeah, there are plenty of uh, 
plenty of Spanish-speaking actresses that have an accent naturally that you could have gotten. They don't speak Spanish in Brazil, Alec. I wasn't going to say it. Well, you know, I was reading the IMDb, like, <laughs> the, the goofs or, like, the trivia at the bottom. Yeah. It said that, like, all the, like, foreign language talking is supposed <laughs> to be Portuguese, but all the actors are so terrible at it. It's just, like, basically gibberish. Like, yeah. if you spoke Portuguese, you could pick out, like, every, like, fifth word of them trying oh, this to talk in Portuguese. This would have been a good movie to watch with Bruno. Yeah. Oh, Bruno. I miss that guy. R.I.P. Oh. Remember that one time, Gogs, we were playing Max Payne 3 and we had him translate all the Brazilian oh, no, no, subtitles. So he was like, yeah, sitting next to the gay, he's calling you a piece of shit. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> your mother. Like, it, was like, it was great. He was so excited. He's like, this looks just like Sao Paulo. <laughs> yeah, all the gunshots everywhere. Oh. oh, Max Payne 3. What a great game. Sorry, Alec, continue. Um, or you can pass the baton. So, so they get they get to the rainforest, or the rock gets to the rainforest on a, I don't know, like a five hundred year old Cessna plane that's <laughs> yeah. flown by a, a sick boy. Uh, oh, the sick boy from Train Spotting. Uh, Spud, 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 Spud. Spud. I never seen Train Spotting. I was thinking he was uh, what's his name, Twombly in <laughs> Black Hawk Down. Oh yeah, and good he gets, call. Uh, he sh- shoots the rocket next to his ear, and he makes him go deaf. Yeah, that's um, right. He flies him into the in, into the jungle where the rock meets uh, peak 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 Christopher Walken. Oh, he out is walking him out walking walking himself. Walken is the best part of this movie. He's Hand so down. arch in this movie. <laughs> the best part of this fucking movie. Do you get the concept of the tooth fairy? <laughs> like, do they even understand? He took my fucking tooth. Took my tooth. All my quarter. It's... No, he's great in this. I have <laughs> I have my issues with almost every other actor in this movie, but Walken is fantastic in this movie. Uh, Gogs, you can take over. So you find out. So it gets. It's a lot more. There's a lot more heavy-handed political, blood diamond esque sort of stuff going on, like with the plight of the people of the Amazon. But it's done through the shade of a Peter Berg film starring The Rock in 2003. So it's not. Nuance. Right. No. So like so you got you got you meet Christopher Walken who's like the the slot the like the he runs the mine. He's basically he's basically the rich guy who owns the ski mountain. Like he's the bad guy in the town. Um he's enslaved all the local people, they're all getting shit on. Uh it's like in ski villages. The rock the rock goes to like you know, meet him to sort of say, Hey, listen, you know, kind of pay homage. I'm gonna Take this guy out of your town. He pays walking some money, and then he goes to hunt. Uh, yo, you're also introduced to one of the many heavies in this movie. The guy who's really good with whips. That yes, because <laughs> that the movie needed that. So then, then, then he goes to the town to go to the bar. He he meets uh, he meets Stifler, and at that point, walking I don't know double crosses him sort of, and then the actions the action sequences begin. The, Action sequences in this movie aren't bad. Um, uh, we'll get into that. I mean, they're not great, but they're not bad. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, we'll get into it. <laughs> um, so then him and Stifler, he, he's a ray rests. He detains Stifler. He's going to go meet Spud to go uh, fly away back to wherever, uh, Los Angeles, I think. And 
Stifler derails the Jeep off the side of a mountain. And, and they fall forever. forever. They fall like the fucking, what's that fire monster in uh, fucking uh, Lord of the Rings? The Balrog? They fall like the Balrog and, and, they and fall like Gandalf. They, they fall forever until they don't fall anymore. They fall like Hot Rod did in that movie. Yeah. Like it just kept After a long and incredibly painful fall. Literally, you'd be dead. Like, that was, why would you ever do that? Like, that, that's still rocking like a two-piece suit, like... This is so. This keeps going on. They eventually get snared and they get like humped by monkeys. Oh yeah, they they love the monkeys. The monkeys are a recurring element in the film. And then the uh, and then oh, so my I know people can't see at home, but in my dust covered DVD, (laughs) uh, there is a behind the scenes the rundown uncensored. Get the inside scoop on the Rock and his wild co star Camilla the Baboon. Um, that was a baboon. Apparently, I don't know, man. So monkeys they get, are cool. They get they get snared up by the rebels. Then you get Ernie Reyes Jr. Who? Holy shit! Was that him? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah. You go okay. Hip, yeah. Okay, Kansas City's okay. Hip hop. Jack, like Jack beyond belief, dude. He is absolutely. He's a. Uh, yeah, he he does like fight choreography, or at least he was doing fight choreography for a long time. I just remember him from the Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, yeah. but he he does all the 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 fucking vine fighting. That he gets murked after him and The Rock have a moment about boxing, and then The so Rock like butterfly sting like bee. So The Rock changes his tune because Stifler, who is apparently also some sort of like archaeological genius. Yeah, he's like a real like Nathan Drake. Yeah, like, that's what he. He's like a Nathan Drake. Retar- I I had I wrote notes. I left them in the other room because I'm an idiot. But I put he was retarded Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's kind of. He knows where some sort of he knows where some sort of golden idol is. So him and Rosario Dawson. It, it's the Gato. The Gato of Satan or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, cat or something. Yeah, um, again in Spanish because. <laughs> Gato is cat in Spanish. Portuguese is the same thing as Spanish. It's not even close. It's it's closer to French than it is to Spanish. Yeah, it's Spanish. Yeah. So they swim into some sort of cave that's trapped with bamboo, and then they get the thing, and then Rosario Dawson feeds them like goofy fruit, and then (laughs) runs away. But then uh, a real midsummer scene there. Yeah. Then you get uh, Christopher Walken is just like he sent all of the guys with whips and dune buggies into the uh, the <laughs> jungle to find people, and then you find out that he got captured, or she got captured, so they go yeah. save her. Well, she double crosses them because Correct. because she, she went- thinks she thinks Stifler is going to sell the idol to make rich to be rich and famous, but she wants to sell it to like save her village. It belongs in a museum, so. Uh, she steals it. The Rock, up until this point, I might add, doesn't use guns because bad things happen when he uses guns. Yeah, because very, ja- very bad things. He's Jackie Chan in Police Story. So then, anybody? Like, All right, we're gonna go fuck up uh, the super base. Who's the one guy who's like the like the goofball, bald second in command? I can't think of his name, but he's been in a ton of shit. He's like in he's been in Reno nine one one. He was in a he's he's like a bit guy. He's been in a he's been in a couple of Tarantino movies. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. 
John Grease. He was in. Oh, he's fucking Uncle Rico from uh from that was Uncle Rico. Yes, he's <laughs> I gotta throw this football over the mountains. <laughs> That's my favorite line of that movie. Yeah. Throw football clear over the mountains, Napoleon. So uh, so they go and he just and then things just pop off like stuff. Like, for some reason, Spud opens it by marching to the town with bagpipes that I guess were on his plane. Also, Spud is like very okay with like marching into like a war zone where he's probably gonna die. Like especially like, after he like like when he's flying him in, he was telling the rock all the ways you could die in this jungle. Yeah, so yeah. Then, so then uh, the rock is like double shotgunning, a la Call of Duty, like everyone. <laughs> Yeah, there's a cool scene. There is a cool scene where he like uses a guy as a human shield, but then doubles that human shield to co- use his underarms to cock his two shotguns. Shotgun arm and racks them, and then but he like, doesn't shoot. Like which does. is no after though. It should have been like a, a fluid motion. Like he does. Also, he does this thing where he flips them under his finger, puts them on his own arms, and hits it one time. But this movie is is bloodless like I, is it pg-13 oh that's why yeah because it's very like there's violent things happening on screen but it is not very violent at all and then like yeah and then you know he works his way through all the whip boys and everything else and then finally gets to uh 50 uh, desert eagle 55.0 uh whatever uh Mine says desert eagle 5.0 yours says replica replica so then they uh i guess the the much like the ewoks on endor <laughs> all the locals take down and maybe eat christopher walken and well, christopher there. walken has this weird fucking like heart of darkness speech where he's like what were you before i was here you didn't even have pockets to put money in like i'm the white man that saved you it was like yeah, what's amazing it's something else and then um and then, so the the idol stays with the people, and I guess now they're all rich, right? And then until uh, they get swindled by another white man, right? So here's the thing about being rich: you're not rich if everyone's rich. Um, oh, listen, listen to this 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 guy over here. This fucking when everybody messages, no one is special. <laughs> That's a real one percenter. Mm-hmm. Yep, keep them down. Um, so then, um. I'm like that pig from Animal Farm. You really are. So, so what is it? Uh, so I can't think. All animals are some animals, some animals are equal, but some animals, some animals are, more are more equal. equal. Than yeah, it's a great book. Um, it's a novella. I love that. Um, yeah, of course. Orwell's fantastic. So then, uh, The Rock takes takes uh, uh, Stifler back to his dad in cuffs because he's a man of his word. He does what he says he's going to do. And then he, I guess he gets paid. Then he poisons his yeah, ball. That's not really clear food. how he gets paid. Like, it's really weird. Cause then like he, a duffel bag of cash. I, I miss that. If that's that, that transaction went, went through because apparently Stifler banged some married woman. Yeah. Which, yeah. So now, so when the movie leaves off, right, you've got the mobster and all of his goons, are all goofy fruited in the dude's kitchen, but like the rock and the and Stifler still exist. Yeah, and these guys still have like guns and money and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. And then credits, right? Um. So, 
Uh, that's the rundown. Yeah. Um, rundown of the rundown. Allow me to start, if I could. Yeah. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> Self. Every actor in this movie is horrible, except for Christopher Walken. Um, I especially hated the mob boss. Like, He's I don't awful. Why am I still hearing somebody in the? I'm hearing my own voice in one of y'all's stuff. Uh, I don't know. You I gotta wear the. You my, gotta wear the pots, my friends. We don't have to. Yeah, you do. Because that's why I'm, you and ours. That's sure, why I'm hearing you. Goggles. If you had headphones on, you'd be able to hear me. Anyway, um, all the actors are bad in this. Rosario Dawson's bad. Stifler is so unbelievably horrible. I think that he's bad because he's written bad. Like I, I Stifler's character is so obnoxious, and then he has the same like facial expression during the entire movie, and I just like he just looks like Stifler. But like how like I agree with you, but yeah. it's weird that like his character was like so like just almost cringy and like you didn't oh, enjoy unbelievably it. cringy, yeah. But then like but like Knoxville's character in Walking Tall, likable. Yeah, but but Knoxville's I character Johnny, in Walking I would say Johnny Knoxville is a better actor than Stifler. I'd agree with that. And also, Knoxville's character in Walking Tall wasn't constantly trying to fight The Rock, which was like Stifler's whole character in this movie. He was like, I'm going to beat you up. And it's like, dude, the guy has like 200 pounds on you. You're not going to fight him. Like, in the beginning of their relationship, he's constantly just getting beat up by The Rock. And it's like, what is this? And it's trying to be funny, but it's not funny. At least I didn't find it funny. And I don't know. It, just, it was funny in 2003. Honestly, you know what this movie needed? And I, I I couldn't stop thinking about it the whole time. And I know it, this movie is a very 2003 movie. Very 2003. Everything about it was 2003. It's the it's a new metal movie. There's even a fucking like is that your final answer bit in this movie? Uh, but no, this movie needed uh, Chris Pratt, a current Chris Pratt in the Stifler role. This is a better movie because uh, Sean William Scott is he has no delivery. He can't emote, and like he always seems goofy, even when he's supposed to be like this. But he's not lovable like Chris Pratt is. No, no, he's not, and he has no like. He's at some point he's supposed to be kind of a together archaeologist. Archaeologist. He's he's a PhD candidate. Yeah, and he's just, but he never comes off like that. He just comes off like a fucking idiot. And then Rosario Dawson's bad, and like she's really bad. Um. And then, like, I don't know, the fights are all slow karate. Like, it's all just, like, I Peter Berg. I It was funny when I, when I, after I watched the movie and I looked up who did this movie, I was like, oh, Peter Berg. I'm like, he's directed stuff I've liked, right? And then I looked up his stuff and I'm like, no, he's never made a movie I've liked. He's been in movies I've liked. Like, he's in Copland and he's in The Great White Hype, but he's never directed anything that I That's liked. what it is, The Great White Hype. That's he's the fun. fucking white hype. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I know his face? Yeah, he's been in a ton of movies. He's he's not a bad actor. He's just not a very good director. And oh, I saw man. a fucking battleship. <laughs> Hancock. Uh, what's that? Yeah, he directed Hancock, which sucked. And then all like since Battleship, he's basically just Marky Mark's personal. Yeah, he's director. the Marky Mark director. He's directed like six or seven straight movies with Marky Mark in him. Ugh. Anyway, very, I'm sorry. Very bad things. I like that, so I take it back. I do like that. I haven't watched it in years, but I, I like bet you I would not like that movie now. 
I, remember, I liked this back in the day. Dogs, do you remember who died in uh, Very Bad Things? The prostitute the, they killed? It's, um... Chasing um, like. No. Yes. Good it's, guess. Not, it's not... It's not Asian. Career. Asian. Asian. It's, it's, Asian. It's, um... <laughs> no, it's Kobe Ty. Oh, it is Kobe Ty. <laughs> Alec, what'd you think of this movie? <laughs> Not a prostitute or a stripper. But I remember liking very bad things. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but everything else liking, is made. I remember liking this. I like I'm I'm not as I wasn't as down on it as you are, but it's definitely not as good as I remember. I can but I pause is- just pause real quick. I'm sorry. I will say that I think this movie is the obviously we're in a new format now. We're not watching these movies together. I think I would have had a better impression of this movie if I watched it in the same room with you guys. I'm saying it gets a one-point bump probably in the room. If we were watching it together and having fun, I think I'd be less hard on the movie. Sorry, go ahead, Alec. But looking at what this guy makes now, like... You mean The Rock or Peter Berg? Peter Berg. Berg. Like the movies that he makes. His movies, based on his directorial... His movies, none of his movies are going to age well. They're all movies that are, <laughs> no, no. well, they're all movies that are like going to probably be a moderate to modest hit at that time. Yeah, like Lone Survivor and all Patriot's that. Day, Deepwater Horizon. Like in fifteen years, who gives a fuck about Deepwater Horizon? But hey, what, what was who cares, about, who cares about it now? But it's going to get some. Which one was Deepwater Horizon? That's the oil rig one. The oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Mile 22 wasn't bad. I liked that. And I didn't see Spencer Confidential. Oh, that's on Netflix now. It's yeah. got, uh, what's his name? Gogs' buddy. Uh, the fucking rapper Mick uh, Shitty Tattoos. White Shop kid. Pool? No, white guy. He's Rip popular. Rap. Post Malone. Uh-huh. He's in it because I see him on the little Netflix uh, thumbnail. But well, I liked it, but yeah, it definitely it definitely has its flaws. It's not a perfect movie by any stretch. The few instances of CG in this movie are just like awful. Oh, awful. it's bad. Well, I felt like I felt like it. It, it felt like a movie that was like too. <clears throat> it's not goofy enough to be fun, and it's too serious and like. It's too competently made to be a good movie. It's like in this weird in-between part where it's just like, it should have gone one way or another. It should have been like way more silly or way more serious. I don't know. What do you think, Alex? I mean, I thought it was, I remember loving this movie when I, I remember coming out of the theater going, that's awesome. The Rock is legit. You've brought this movie up a lot. This movie I, remember, has been brought I, remember, up. I remember very fond memories of this movie. Right. And when it started, I was like, hmm, like, this is okay. Like, I do like, I kind of still like the part where he's on the phone calling about, it's like, listen, the whole offensive line's here. And, you know, it would, you know, it would go the normal route of, oh, I, I, I want to get my ass kicked. I forgot and, about the. And it's got the one sided phone call. And he's like, they got a legitimate chance of making it this year. I'd hate for them to get hurt. Like, then he kicks everyone's ass. I remember. I remember young Gogs, you know, twenty-two-year-old, uh, you know, wet behind the ears Gogs going, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like, this movie, this this movie slaps. Um, I thought of what I was watching it, and I just meant to talk about it, and I th- thought about it just now. Peter Berg probably directed this immediately after watching Any Given Sunday. 
Oh shit! There are a lot like, of sense. Oh, there is a lot, lot of any given like cuts yeah. and like the like the football parts in the beginning with the like the that like they hit they make a tackle and they make the like crunching sound and then show the X ray of the yeah. Oh, yeah. But like they didn't even they didn't even keep that up. Like I thought that was going to be kind of a bit throughout the whole movie. <laughs> no, it was just <laughs> like his like like almost his like Sherlock Holmes vision of like breaking the scene down. But that didn't happen. I was like, it's a weird. It was weird to just have it in the beginning. If you weren't gonna like stick with it, um, like it's it's a very straight line plot. Like it's just A to B. Um, but like, there's no one really likable in it. Like I like The Rock fine, but I'm not exactly like rooting for him. Like I don't. No, and like they they give lip service to the fact that like Rosario Dawson and Stifler are a couple. But then sort of. they drop that like completely, and there's almost like it, it's like Stifler's almost cucked by the Rock because they they throw that they obviously put out, point out that Rosario Dawson is more attracted to the Rock, so it's it's a very odd like three way relationship that they they point out. In right, this. and like they like they they instantly find the treasure. I feel like the treasure was completely unearned, like. Oh yeah, they find it like he acts in the beginning of the movie like it's just, he's been looking for it for you know forever, and then he find it in like an afternoon. It's like oh yeah, it's like he, it's like he fucking tripped over it. It's like, oh yeah, here's the gato. And what are you doing with it? How are you gonna I'm, move that? Honestly, they could have cut out the whole treasure thing and just had it been a rivalry between like them and walking and the mine. Like the the treasure thing is kind of busy. Well, it's like a hat think, on a hat. I think you need a motivating you need Stifler's motivating factor. Otherwise he's just I mean have him be like a like a concerned rich kid that like he he's uh the kids in fucking cannibal holocaust. Like he he wants to help out the mine and then fucking Walken's there and he's the guy that he's the evil industrialist that don't gives you, Stifler more agency and more of a character. Do you mean the Green Inferno? No, I don't. I certainly don't. That movie. I heard, I heard that was a better movie. So it is a, not. It it's, is like, it's like it's like what Cannibal Holocaust should have been. How dare you? Um, I, I, Cannibal Holocaust not even that good. I'm not. I don't even know. I'm defending Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust has some really disturbing shit that I do not care to watch. I wish I could. There's a cut of that movie that I want to make where you don't see them fucking kill actual animals on screen because that shit's disgusting. But yeah, like the 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 whole thing's you know it's it's like a it's like a extra big ass like uh, music video. Like, I just feel like it's a music video, but it doesn't have any like style. Like it doesn't. It's kind of flat. That's it's, a bunch of, it's a bunch of ideas that don't really get like brought to term. Like it's just like <laughs> it's an abortion. It's an artistic abortion. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, it's like it's like here's some thoughts, and then you don't really. But like, and then they let the best. The best thing that Peter Berg does in the movie is apparently just let Christopher Walken just go off the rails. Like, just say whatever you want to say. Gogs, did you like the weird? Um... What was it? There was a back in black like hip hop mix mashup in this, and yeah, then there was, was, there was something that's the, like the end credits roll, wasn't it? No, there was one in the in the, the one in the, when he walked into the bar. I forget what song it was, but then there was yeah, there was another one in the end credits, and it was I like God, not, this is so two thousand and three. I did not awful. particularly care for the music of this movie. It was terrible. Um, but no, it was like 
I'm surprised with how I feel about this movie. All right. I guess that should be five knuckle shuffle time then. Alec. This is tough. Like, yeah, it's a know, tough one. This is one of the tougher ones because I remember loving this movie when I saw it. I haven't seen it in. I, I think know, I saw it with over, you. Over 10 years, probably. That's what this show's all about. Sometimes we have to revisit things. But like. Painful past. Yeah. Like the time Gogs fingered me at Easter. How was that painful? I mean, in you theory. Loops, it couldn't have been painful. Yeah, no, it was fine. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. Hot dog down the hallway. <laughs> and these are sausages. <laughs> this is a, this is legitimately a a tough answer. Like I don't want to go too low because I love the rock and that makes me feel bad. But like a six, True yeah, that's times. that's fair. Like it's a movie that I thought previously was a banger, and I was excited to watch again. But it's like a, it's not a banger. It's like a banger. It's like <laughs> it's got all the elements that should make it a banger, but it's not like prepared well by the chef to make it a full on like banger. So yeah, it's a six. It's uh, it's un- it's unfortunate. I feel I feel sad about it. Yeah. Um, God, or and you passed the mic too. Sorry, I didn't mean to overtake you there. Well, we're gonna go to you then. Sorry. Oh my god. Um. It's like a, I don't know. It's like a four? Because I really didn't like it. I was going to give it like a five because I, I felt like it was just kind of in the middle. Like, it, again, it's it's not silly enough to be fun, but it's also too serious to be, like, considered not goofy, if that makes any sense. But I, I definitely had a reaction to it. Like, I, the parts that, that guys were talking about in the beginning – um, where they show all the football stuff and the like, the crappy like speed editing, and then the like Chiron that looks like the like Monday Night Football shit. I was like, oh my god, I hate this fucking movie. Like in the, like the first like ten minutes, I was like, oh my, god, I'm out. Like this sucks. I I hate this because there's nothing. I, there's very few examples of movies that that do that where I'm like, okay, like I see what you're doing, like. I can think of try. They wanted to be. It's trying to be kind of Guy Ritchie esque. Well, that's the thing. And every time somebody tries to do that, it like sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. Like I was, th- I think it was like, what? like the, a movie that we've watched on the show that I really liked that did a lot of that TV style editing was uh, Series Seven. But that oh, yeah. is trying to be a television show, so it works. It was almost mocking it at that point. But at the same time, this movie doesn't stick with that. That goes away like immediately, so it's almost like, why did you put it in there at all? Like it wants to be like those snatch sequences. Well, yeah, but the problem is it doesn't. So, like, if that was your thing, if that's what you wanted to do, then stick with it through the whole movie. But then it's like you do that, and then you cut to the jungle, and then it just becomes this weird flat, like nothing. There's no character to anything in the movie, and it's one of those things where like the screenplay is not great. So whatever. The actors aren't bad. Like all those people have been in better movies and they're not bad actors, but like you didn't do anything with them. And the direction is really just boring and meandering and all the, the action sequences, like the, the final action sequence goes on way too long, which is, 
it could be fixed by a better director. I think this whole movie, if you give it to, if you gave it to like a real director, you might have had a movie. But as it stands, it's like you have a crappy script with crappy performances and a director that's just like, let's just get this done. Like there's nothing, there's no flair, there's no nothing. And I, I th- there's, I mean, I think The Rock actually comes out of this the best besides besides Walken. Walken's great because Walken's chewing the scenery. But the, I think The Rock is okay. Like, I don't think he stands out as being particularly bad. I think his character's really one-dimensional and flat. But I think he does an okay job. I think that Stifler, you know, it's funny, as um, as I was watching this, I was like, why hasn't Sean William Scott been in more stuff? I mean, he's, you know, he's not that old. And I feel like he's got the, the, that, well, he's got that kind of look, right? Like, he he looks like... He looks like that jokey. He looks like one of the Chris's, right? Like he's got that kind of Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine kind of good-looking, dirty blonde white kid. Like, why is he not in more stuff? And it's because he sucks. He's fucking terrible in this. Like he he's bad and he's terrible he's got, in this. But like he's well, I don't know what Southland Tales. I don't see Southland. <laughs> he's he's legitimately better in Southland Tales. Yeah, and that movie's horrible. Bulletproof Monk. Oh, how have we not watched? I was thinking that? of uh, role model. He's really good in role models. He's great in role models. Role models. He just has to, he just has to be written the right part. And, he, I, th- and this this part was it. this part was not for him. Like I, this is just maybe he was just miscast. But this movie was not right for him at all. Uh, but yeah, I came away not liking it. Uh, it's a yeah, no, dog. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm done. Looking at the other uh, actors they were trying to cast in his in his role, one was Ricky Gervais. How would that have worked? It would have been it would have been funnier. It's it a whole different funnier, movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they had like a whole different like. See, that tells me that they had a whole different plot that they were trying to write, and they kind of tailored it to whoever they cast. Yeah, Ricky Gervais and Johnny Depp were the other people no. they for those are like three like those are three also like, Johnny tribal. Johnny Depp Johnny Depp is older than The Rock. <laughs> like, Billy, Billy Crystal, Ben Stiller, like what? Those are all people they consider for that role. You know what? Ben Ben Stiller I could see. Ben, ben Stiller would have been Ben fun. Stiller Ben Stiller would have worked. Ben Stiller would have been better. Ben Spiller. His brother, his his cousin, Sven Biller. Sven Biller. He's from Sweden. He's from Norway. Dogs. Um, I'm I. I wanted this to be. So okay, I walked into this thinking, oh, this is gonna be like eight nine territory, easy. Eight nine. Well, then again, you did give ten to cue the winged serpent. It's a great film. Um, no, and it's not. And <laughs> it's titty. So uh, there is titty. But I, I expected this, like, walking, because I haven't watched this in a very long time. And I remember I remember holding it very dear in my heart. Right. So I was like, okay, it's probably going to be 8, 9. And then it started, I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then it kept going. And I was like, you know what, though? Pause real quick. Just for God. you. I respect this coming out of you. I, I used to feel like you were a guy that was steadfast in your opinions. Cue the winged serpent, and now it's like you know you you. I'll die on some hills when I feel like it, but no, this is like uh, I feel like it's disrespect. I feel like I feel like it's a disrespectful, disrespectful to the rap game. 
like it's a disservice. <laughs> I feel like it's a disservice to the rock at this point to not acknowledge the fact that this was kind of a stinker. Like this was like it's not a four. Was this successful? Got, uh, Alec, do you have the, the Yes. I believe this was successful. Uh, hold on, I'll find it. Um so it's not it's not a stinker, like it's not below a five. It's not completely forgettable like a five. And right. it's not terrible like a four, but it's it's a six. It's I'm right there with Alec. It's like I remember really liking this movie. I remember like really thinking like, oh man, The Rock has made it. Like this right. is we are seeing the birth of the newest like Schwarzenegger, like the newest action star. Oh, he's in this movie. We forgot to mention that Schwarzenegger's like has a like a two second cameo in the club in the very beginning. Right, of the movie. right. He's like, oh, what's, what's going on? He says something stupid. He says, he's like, good luck. Or yeah, like which makes no fucking sense. He's like, but like, but like, it's look out for all those football players. You know what I'm saying? Wink. It's like so. It's so dated. And it's, yeah, it's so very de- this is the most 2003 movie I've super, ever seen. It's like concentrated 2003. It's like a <laughs> fucking time capsule. Yeah. Like it's like you took everything that was like kind of like like razor thin but popular from 2003. My, my pants that I was wearing actually grew cargo as I was watching this. But I'm film. saying like all the stuff that was just like <laughs> all the stuff that was just like that never had any traction outside of 2003 but was hot for that year. Right. Just got compressed into this movie. The hotness. But like, like I mean, Sean William Scott, like his career's like, I mean, this was peak Sean William Scott. Yeah, I um, mean, he's, you know, I, <laughs> like, everyone I just, else's trajectory. I guess I never, I never realized how bad of an actor he was until this movie. Like, I mean, you know, he's in fucking some goofy comedies, and I'm like, oh, he's not bad, but like, oof, is he bad in this? Yeah, <laughs> like it's just, it's doo doo. So I'm on, the, I'm on the Wikipedia page for it, and so the budget was 85 million. Box wow, office, really? Box office 81. That's pretty good. Well, The Rock, no, that's not good. They didn't even make their budget back. Yeah, but that's box office. I'm sure home video and all they did fine. Oh, uh, I don't know. The Rock made 12 and a half million of that 85. They gave The Rock 12 million for this. Yep. Oof. So they started they started filming in Brazil. They're scouting locations in Brazil. They got the director and one of the producers and I guess some other people got held up and all their equipment was stolen. So they went to Hawaii instead to film it. <laughs> and then they have uh Stiff which just says we were just basically making everything up as we went along. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot yeah. of sense now. Okay, so I the documentary about making of the rundown sounds pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah I'd so, like to see so Peter Berg, I guess at some point said that. Uh, oh, I lost it. He said the film, the movie was gonna be more of a uh, dark, vicious action thriller, <laughs> but then when they got the Rock involved, they lightened it up because. Yeah, who was the original? Who was the original guy that were gonna be at the Rock? going to be the rock um they uh, looking at the imdb it had wesley snipes <laughs> that would have been good. attached to or not attached but either rumored or offered and i forget who the other one was right hmm. all right well i think that's the show i have to pee really bad good um but yeah uh that's the rundown
and then in 2016, Peter Berg said he wants to do a sequel. <laughs> yeah, well, let's do it. Of course, Peter Berg wants to make a sequel. The Rock is in every fucking movie, so it's like, yeah, Rock no shit. Box office gold. That's like those fucking articles. I hate when I see them on on Facebook, where it's like blank actor wants to be in blank popular franchise it's like well no fucking shit like yeah, you know i want to be in a marvel movie yeah of course like oh you want to be in the movie that makes 200 billion dollars uh, crazy crazy talk but anyway all right everybody uh well next month we are what uh patrick Maisie. patrick Maisie. yeah we'll be back next month because i think this zoom thing is is working out all right yes yeah, yeah, it's fun Gogs is fogging up his camera though. It's kind of hilarious. You guys can't see it, but he's my camera's terrible. Stop fogging up your mic. I got it. I'm I'm gonna buy a camera so you can guys can watch me properly. Jake. Jake. Oh, thank Ma- God. My name is Jake Mahog. Jake and Mahog. <laughs> I was mad. So this video game I'm playing, I named him Gog's Dick Ass, but I should have named him Jake Mahog. Yeah, that would have done it. Gog's dick ass isn't terrible, though. Did I tell you what the... So you name your group in the game? Did I tell you what I named the group? What's the... Is this Persona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You name your group. They're, they're called Los Cum Guns. I did so in, that on Facebook. <laughs> so in the game, they're like, God damn it, it's those Los Cum Guns again. Gross. Because I'm eight years old and that shit's funny to me. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, take care of yourselves. Look out for Sean. Uh, God bless you, Sean. And, uh, you know, consensual bed, boys, all that. Suck your own ass, whatever you're doing. Suck your own ass. Suck your own ass. Good Lord. And, Alex, send me the recorded file because I just realized I never hit the record on this. Oh, boy. We just had a conversation for funzos. Uh, It says it's recording. But, anyway. All right. Bye, everybody. Later, boners. Alec.